Hello everybody and welcome to WTS165. I am Port Leash's greatest heel, Danny Murray. <laughs> I'm Graham Merrigan. How are you, Merrow? Good, how are you? Graham Merrow Merrigan. Graham Merrow as, Merrigan. As people like to say, I'm good and yourself? Man, I am living the dream of every heel out there. I'm, I'm embracing I'm embracing this new role. And people are are taking it as well, so you know. Yeah, your gimmick. That's it. It's not a gimmick, Merlo. This is this is real to me, damn it. <laughs> Remember that clip, Dan? Unbelievable, mate. Oh. I wonder if he's still around. Oh, it's like, well, yeah, that clip's a good. It's like a good age That's, now, wouldn't it? That must be late nineties, early early two thousands. The clip we're talking about is a a wrestling clip. Where I think Terry Funk and another couple of old time wrestlers were doing a Q and A, and it comes to an American guy, and a fully, he, a fully fledged adult might we add, not like John a fully fledged adult back back then when we were still in school, and he was complimenting the guys and thanking them for uh, sacrificing their bodies, and he starts crying and goes, "It's real and mean, damn it!" <laughs> Bless him. Bless his little. His heart uh, was in the right did place. Did you send though. me a gift? Did you send me a gift of him before? I think I might have. Yeah, I think I might have. He's on, on, he's on, on WhatsApp. Yeah, it's a gift. Um, oh, yeah. So uh, this is WTS one sixty five. Great reaction to you and McKenna last week. Uh, so yeah. thanks, thanks for listening, lads. Uh, Brazil is a mad kip. Um, it's always great uh, to talk to you, and isn't it? Ah, he's a gent. He's absolutely brilliant. Um, this week has been a bit mad and. With the American midterms happening and with the whole Trump firing his attorney general and all that kind of crack, we had hoped to talk to a guest uh, whose name we can't reveal because she doesn't even reveal it. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. She's anonymous. Like she, she goes. Un- yeah, she goes under the moniker of AG. Um, and she has a podcast called Muller. She wrote, and basically that podcast follows and documents the Mueller investigation into Trump. It's it's kind of, like, it's, it's obviously serious, but also it's done in a comedic way. Like, she has a couple of comedians on it with her and that kind of thing. How do we know it's a she? Well, she sounds very feminine. And, okay. well, well, when I say, like, I, I know her name because she's revealed it to me through email as I've been trying to get her onto the podcast. Okay. But, but obviously I'm not going to reveal that because, you know, well, I'm sound. I mean, yeah, don't be yeah. exactly. Um, if you're a real heel, you'd probably reveal the name, but you're just living the gimmick. No, man, no. You see, if I was a real heel, I would do exactly what I'm doing, and that's not give a damn what the people want. And I, don't, <laughs> I don't care if they want to know our name, I'm not telling them they're not important enough. I'm important enough <laughs> to know our name, but anyway, this podcast, Muller, she wrote, uh, great name for a podcast, by the way, great name for a podcast. Um, yeah, as well, did you want me to watch Muller, she wrote? Uh, if it was on, so like at some when I remember coming home from school sometimes, and I might be on because my ma had it on, and I just sit there eating me lunch after I came home from school watching it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly uh, when I used to watch it. it used yeah. to be on after neighbors. Was it after neighbors? Was it? I remember that, and I remember. Do you remember a show called Bread? Oh, Bread was yeah. so unreal. I loved Bread. The Scousers. <laughs> yeah, the Scousers. Yeah, I loved the intro, man. <laughs> oh, what a song! Yeah, it was an absolute banger. Um, bread was brilliant, but I haven't heard yeah. of that in fucking years. I know, yeah. Bread and Mortar Shoot were a staple, a staple of my gaff. 
Um, oh, we need to get bread on Netflix. We do, yeah. That's there's our campaign. Hashtag bread for Netflix. Um, but anyway, sorry. Bread back, on- back to this. Um, Muller she wrote and and the anonymous host who we had hoped to speak to, and we had it all sorted out. We actually spoke to speak to a number of weeks ago, but it just it, it fell through, and then we arranged for it to speak on uh, Wednesday night after the results from the American midterms came out. And then Trump fired Jeff Sessions as attorney general, which is utterly bonkers, lads. That entire situation is just a big bag of fucking crazy diseased frogs. Um, and with time zones and with everything else and, and, and all that, the reason she doesn't reveal her name, by the way, is because she works in the administration. Now, I don't know where she hasn't said where or anything like that, but apparently she works the in... The Trump administration? She just says the, the like the White House administration. She's something to do with the government and the White House administration. I don't know what the reason she doesn't reveal her name is because obviously she's worried she could lose her job. Oh my god! And she was she agreed to come on their podcast. Yeah, she was going to come on their podcast, and then just because of everything that happened, because of time zones, and because of everything else, it just it, it couldn't. We would have ended up having to wait up to about half twelve, one o'clock in the morning to speak to her. It was just it it wouldn't have worked out, so we had to unfortunately cancel it. And hopefully we'll be able to arrange to, to get her back on. But in the meantime, the reason I'm telling you all this, lads, is because genuinely I think you should go and listen to Muller Shiro. It, it is really good podcast. Uh, it's three three women. Um, they're, they're really pushing the whole kind of women in podcast in front, which is good to see as well. And, like, it's just... You, you'll learn from it. If you have any interest in the Mueller investigation, if you have any interest in what's going on with Trump and the madness that is the White House in 2018... Have a listen to that podcast. Yeah, so if you're into American politics, you'd love it, would you? I, yeah, I really think you would. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very it's good. It's real House of Cards stuff, West Wing stuff. It's more so just they kind of break it down and they, they do it in a kind of lighthearted way, but also in a kind of like, you yeah, know, seriously, th- this is actually happening. This isn't like fiction. This is actually happening. And it's only when you kind of hear them talking about it and distilling it a little bit more that you realise how ridiculous the situation is. Um. They also do this kind of. Does she, does she hide her voice or anything like that on the podcast? No, 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 she doesn't. So she's very brave, like. Uh, see, I don't know because I don't know how much of it is that like, like, like we're talking about gimmicks. I'm not sure how much of it is again. I'm not sure if it just it started as a kind of I'm gonna remain anonymous. I can't. Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm gonna w- w- withhold my identity. Uh, because she she genuinely did fear for her job, but I think as time has maybe gone by, she's kind of saying mm, maybe I don't need to be as secretive as I was like because they th- they have given little kind of t- and I think if you wanted to find out who she was, you could. But so, but if if that's the case, like surely she'd be sacked. I don't know. See, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Like I don't know enough about. What what her actual job is, other than like I know she doesn't reveal her her identity because of that. Like, I'm probably making this out to be far more of a secret. And when you actually listen to the podcast, you realise <laughs> that like it's it's a little bit more comedic than I'm letting on. But it's comedic while also being very serious and giving you a lot of facts about Trump and the Mueller investigation and the indictments and you know, the when the when the two boys were, were found guilty there about a month or so ago and all that crack as well. Like great podcast. Worth, worth a listen. Still around anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and uh, we're, we're sacking his A A G. 
Um, utterly fucking insane. Bring, like, bringing in, bringing in one of his mates. He's yeah, he's gonna be like, he's gonna say the term anyway. Can well, he be done after his term? Um, I presume so. I I don't think there's a statute of limitations that extends to just his term of presidency, but. I, I presume they want to get him while he's president to impeach him and all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, ultimately, if he's found to have uh, interfered in the democratic process with a foreign power, that's essentially treason. Do you know what I mean? Which, yeah, but, which, like... Which, which he, I, I could be he's wrong He's out there now. serving his term. It doesn't matter if he served his term. He's still guilty of... You know what I mean? So, but you know, my my point on that is that you know the way all the executive orders that he pulled uh, while he's been in power, yeah, will they come null and void, or is everything just still the same? Or I think basically it would take another president to to the, the status quo would remain until somebody else comes along and is like, all right, as president, I'm going to execute my executive power to, you know, blah blah blah. The same way he had, like, he basically used his executive power to undo all of what Obama done. Yeah, yeah. So somebody else can just come along now and be like, right, Tifford, I'm going to use my executive power to reinstate the Obama Act and get rid of what Trump done. Like, it's and what 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 with what you know, right? With mm. what you know of American politics and with what you know of the midterm election results, could does that tell anything for the future? Does that does that tell us that it's likely that he'll serve a second term if he wants? I personally don't see him getting a second term. I don't see him getting a second term. Do you see him uh, running for a second term? Uh, I'm probably 70% no, 30% yeah. I think with the Democrats taking the House of Representatives, that brings impeachment a little bit closer. And with Trump, if you'd asked me before he fired Jeff Sessions, I probably would have said I'm 50-50. But since he fired Jeff Sessions... All he's done there is put the cat amongst the pigeons because now the Democrats are going to come along and they're going to be like, you can't, you can't just install Matthew Whitaker, your mate who has said openly <laughs> and on CNN and in fucking opinion articles that he thinks the Mueller investigation is going too far and that it shouldn't be happening. You can't put him as the man in charge of Mueller. What are you playing at? So at the time we're recording this... So how is he allowed to do it then? The president appoints the attorney general. So yeah, but if he's if he's already been outspoken against, you know, he's not going to be impartial. Well, this is the whole thing. So, right. So Jeff Sessions, for example, was a Trump supporter. He was one of the first governors to come out and support Trump. He, I think, he used to be a governor for Alabama, and he was one of the first ones to come out and support Trump's presidential campaign. And then he got installed as the uh, the attorney general. And the ethics, there's an ethics committee for the, the DOJ, the Department of Justice in America, and they essentially sat down and they said, look, based on your support of Trump and based on your previous comments and previous actions, we don't think you should be the man that Robert Mueller, special counsel Robert Mueller reports into. You should recuse yourself from the investigation. Jeff Sessions, being a somewhat decent politician, was like, yep. I'm loyal to the Department of Justice, I'm loyal to the American people, more so than I'm loyal to the President, I'll recuse myself. So, he steps back, which what, infuriates... What does recuse himself mean? Basically means he, he's he's not going to be involved in the investigation, he's not going to do anything, he's going to just step back and be like, right, Mueller can do the investigation, the special counsel continue the investigation, and he will bring his findings and he'll report into somebody else, 
I can't be involved because it would be a conflict of interest. Right. So, so he does this. He does the and and Trump fucking flips a lid. And then for the last eighteen months, you've had a situation where Trump, in press conferences and in in interviews and on the TV, has had digs at Sessions at every possible opportunity. And everybody has expected him to be fired. Everybody expected him to be fired long before now. It's just bizarre that Trump chose to do it hours after he loses the House of Representatives. You know what I mean? It's just, The Republicans don't control the House of Representatives, so then all of a sudden he's like, yep, all right, grand, I'm going to fucking fire him. So he fires him, he insults this Matthew Whitaker guy who was a pro-Trump guy, an anti-Muller guy, and straight away people are like, well, if he doesn't recuse himself, it, it, we could have a constitutional crisis here. <laughs> and if we, if we have a constitutional crisis what the fuck is going to happen and, what, and and in the background to all this and this is the part that I think a lot of people are forgetting that's something I think that a lot of people who want to see Trump go are forgetting as well if Trump is impeached and if Trump is brought down it doesn't go to an election Mike Pence takes over and it's not as if Mike Pence is a fucking dreamboat either. This is a man who believes he <laughs> This is a man who believes he can pray the gay away. Do you know what I mean? Like Like we are not talking about Does he actually think he can pray the gay away? Yeah, genuinely. He's one of them lads. He's one of them lads where he's like, Oh, homosexuality's a sin, but we're gonna pray for you and the Lord is gonna cure you. You know what I mean? And I'm like, is the Lord gonna fucking cure you? Yeah, absolute dope. Like <laughs> he believed in shock t- therapy as well, didn't he? Shock therapy as well, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, it's like America is a basket case at the moment, and I feel sorry for for like just ordinarily decent Americans who are just like, what the fuck, man? Like I went out to get some Krispy Kremes, I come back, and this is what I'm fucking coming back to. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's just insane. So look, I don't know. All, like at the time we're recording this. Whitaker is the acting attorney general. Um, he more than likely will be appointed attorney general by Trump um, in the coming days, if not weeks. And if he does not recuse himself from the Mueller investigation, it's like I, I just I don't know how it can proceed with any kind of integrity. I don't know how any like this is a bloke who said that you know. Mueller's investigation, if it went anywhere near investigating Trump's personal finances, that was a red line issue and should be shut down. He also then said that he, if he was in charge, he would fire Jeff Sessions and he would just cut off all of Mueller's budget to the point whereby the investigation ground to a halt and Mueller could no longer proceed. And it's kind of like he said these things publicly. It's not like he said these things privately to Trump. These are all being said publicly and like on cnn and everything and yet trump's like yep he's now in charge of the investigation i was like what what the the equivalent of that murder would be like letting jerry adams investigate you know some of the ira activities of the years gone by it's mental isn't it yeah, no, nah, it's just, uh, it's, it's utterly insane. It's mental that it's allowed to get away with it but sure it's house of cards stuff by about a hundred yeah like yeah that's like the House of Cards final season started on Netflix recently and Did you watch it? I haven't watched it yet and as much as people might think that the final season is down to Kevin Spacey being a diddler and a scumbag it's not it's because House of Cards can no longer be real life that's that's yeah. what is happening here like it is just 
I, I started, I'm about four episodes in and I'm liking, I'm like, or am I five, four or five episodes in, it was, it was one or two episodes to get into it. Yeah. Um, but I like, I like Claire as the, as the main role. Yeah. Yeah. Claire, Claire is a good character in that show, man. Really strong Very character. Yeah. So. Reminds me of Tony Soprano's wife in The Sopranos. Yeah. Like, I know, I stunner. Know. Yeah, I still, I know you You love The Sopranos. I just couldn't get into it, man. Just try it. <coughs> try it, try it, try it. Sure. But, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, so America's a mad kip, basically. I don't know mm. I don't know what else to say other than, like, it's a fucking mad kip. Right now, it, right now, it is the arsehole of the world. If you were, <laughs> if... If you were given the world, in the words of Bret Hart, if you were given the world an enema, the hose would go straight into America. Know what I mean? <laughs> he said that when he toured heel, didn't he? Yeah, he did. The best heel torn. <laughs> the, the best heel torn since, you know, well, up until I turned heel, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, what have you been up to, Mero, since I last seen you on Monday night at a U2 concert in the Point Oh, Depot yeah, but in Dublin. we're at U2. We were, right, you yeah. do, and, and then it like the more I think about it, like I enjoyed you too. I just felt it was underwhelming at the end. The, the, and I don't know whether that was, that was a, a Monday night thing, but I don't know if I was totally happy with the set list. Do you know what I, I thought the song that they finished with was very disappointing? Because right, so what, was, what song did they finish with again? Uh, 13, There is a Light, it's called. Very somber song. To Very somber. Do you know what it is, right? It's it is a good. Very Monday night song. It's a good song, but it's just I'd rather go home from a concert on a high than with the kind of feeling that song leaves you with. And I like I I get it. It's kind of wind the wind it down and all that, whatever. But like, yeah, I don't know. It just it wouldn't have been the song I'd like to have finished with. That said, um, that said, yeah. there was a couple of songs in that set list that were fucking bangers. And yeah. that that I had never heard. <laughs> Wild horses, before. I didn't expect them to yeah, play. Yeah, I was going to say play Wild Horses. They played Acrobat. I had like I've seen you two live about fourteen times, man, and I've never heard either of those two live. They played Gloria, which is a belter from the early days. You know, nothing from the Joshua Tree at all. But I was I I checked up the set list, uh, the different set lists on the tour. Yeah, and there I think I think the odd time they're taking one song out for another or whatever. But uh, the set list I checked, I think it was from Belfast. And uh, I had one of my favourite songs on it, Hold Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me, Trill Me. And I remember saying to you on the car, and I said, they play Hold Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me, Trill Me. I've seen yeah. on the set list. I'm right there. Now. But they don't play it. They play it over the bleeding yeah. audio. They, play like- it at, they went for the 10-minute intermission, and they played a cartoon on the screen, and it was yeah. Hold Me, Kiss Me. I was like, oh, you're going to be joking me. That, that you bit. looked at me and you went, oh, that's a bit disappointing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I, 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 I'm the same as you. I'd love to hear them play that song. And then, is, wait, wait, hang on. They're gone on an interval. Oh, no. That's just playing over a video on the big fucking screen thing. That that screen is that amazing, man. Is oh, yeah, I don't know. That was amazing. Like, it, that screen thing is ridiculous. And I suppose that's probably why the set list doesn't change that much because, like, all the videos and all the kind of like the video screen is kind of interactive or whatever like so yeah, yeah. that's fair enough kind of but uh look it was it was, it was a good show I, I really enjoyed it and i mean we we were a good show. show it was probably it was probably the worst of the u2 gigs i've ever been to 
Would you put it down that low? Would you, would you think so? Yeah, I've seen. Yeah. yeah, I've seen good U two gigs. I just thought I don't know whether it was a Monday night. The crowd were a bit quiet. It took the crowd uh, a while to get warmed up. Yeah, I agree with you. Even when, even when they went off, like if you go to a gig and the performer goes off, and you know they're going to come back for the encore, you still give it socks. Do you oh, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I think maybe as well though, because we were sitting in a section that was even were leaving though. Yeah, and we, we were sitting in a section that was full of uh, celebrities. And it's kind of like, like I don't know, I, I couldn't help but people watch a little bit. And it was like they were afraid to let loose. And just the, the atmosphere locally to where we were was a little bit kind of, a little bit drab until they kind of, I think the second, well, no, actually some of the songs the first half, but I just think in general, it was like if it was a new song, they had no interest in it. And if it was an old song, they were up giving it loads. Know what I mean? That's 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 a perfect uh, yeah. summary. Um, but, uh, but no, it was it was good for the Monday night. Yeah, yeah, it was and, good to see you. And we were we were rubbing shoulders at Miggledy Higgins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? So uh, anyway, we're later in the week. Um, well, as we're recording this, I haven't yet finished it, but I signed up to uh, a course with the HSE. Um, it's called Assist. It's called it means applied suicide intervention intervention skill training okay. um so it's essentially um it's essentially first aid for suicide okay right yeah so i'm only i'm not having finished it yet as i as i said but so far it's been absolutely amazing like it's just been now i i'm i've done it i'm not i i'm not doing it for myself um as such, because I, I don't have any issues, uh, I'm doing it just because I want to do it. Like we did, we did the fundraiser for uh, Suicide Survive, and then we did the workshop. And then talking to Caroline, she was recommending this to me, and Keith was represent uh, re- uh, recommending this to me. Um, and then when I came back from Orlando, I went into work, and I was like, I must check my annual leave days. Turned out I have twenty days left in November from November. How? So I don't know. I actually don't know. You're a pox, American. Absolute pox. I did like I couldn't believe it. So um, I just said, "Fuck it, I'm, I'll inquire and see if this course is on." So it is on. I'm doing it down in Bray, and uh, as I said, I haven't finished it yet. But I would already recommend anyone to do. If you've done, if you've done a CPR first aid, um. You should do this. You 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 might have done the CPR first aid, but you've never used it. And hopefully, if you do the, and hopefully I won't never need to use it. But I'm now prepared to help somebody, um, if they're in that vulnerable state of mind where they feel like, uh, they have had suicide thoughts. Just I'm just gonna just gonna jump back for a minute there. You use a double negative board, which makes it a positive. The, Is that hopefully I, do? I I won't never need to. Can you? Did I say that? Yeah. Can you just look? I know. <laughs> I know Hopefully, I'll never need to use it. I know sometimes the belly bracket it just comes out a little bit too much. But if you could just, <laughs> we're we're a sophisticated <laughs> podcast, right? We're not Tom O'Manley's podcast. Oh, <clears throat> that's what I did during the week as well. I recorded with <laughs> Tom O'Manley. Yeah, you did. Yeah, tell, tell us a bit about that. Um, yeah, recorded it out in, um, the Laughter Lounge. Yeah. Um, 
it's Tom's we've had Tom on the podcast before. I look at Tom and he just makes me laugh. He's got that face. Yeah, he's a messer. Yeah. He's a messer. He's an absolute messer. Um his podcast obviously we know was called Bookshot. Um and yeah, we just we didn't really talk about anything specifically, we just had the crack. Good. So, so <laughs> good. So, Are you in a silker there? So he brought you on with no agenda at all. And no. yet I wasn't even consulted, I wasn't asked, I wasn't I wasn't informed. You were informed by me? Many moons ago where you said he had asked you and that was it. There was none of this it's happening, Dan, I'm going here, blah blah blah. This I'm just left on the so for what is now what the fourth podcast you've done with it. I'm not I'm not saying I'm jealous or bitter. <laughs> But what I'm saying is people are going to start thinking that you are the brains of the operation and I'm not willing to have that, Meryl. I'm not willing to No, have no, that. I actually said you can you can be I'm out there you can be out there being the face of the podcast all you want, right? I'm fine with that. I said on Tom's podcast that I'm the face that runs the place. Danny does all the important things. Oh yeah, you're making me out to be our little fucking grafter, that's what you're doing, are you? Making me, out to, me, making me out to be our little workhorse, eh? He wants you to do the whiskey thing. <sighs> he wouldn't be able to afford me, I, you see. I would, oh, I wouldn't be able to do that whiskey thing that he's want to do. Why not? You drink it straight and all. Have I not taught you how to drink whiskey yet? No. no you like, said you would in Vegas and you never did. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, I didn't want when to. Yeah, yeah. You, you learned me how to drink a whiskey sour. <laughs> learned you. <laughs> yeah. Danny, yeah. put a French guy beside me and work to help him with his English. How's that going for him? Has he left you? No, he's he's from our French office in Montpellier. And he's, he's, he's in Dublin for a month. So he comes in in the morning and they put him beside me because they said, Graham, you can help him. And then in the afternoons, he goes off into college in Ballsbridge right. to learn English. So... I won't learn a mountain, and he'll go home worse. He will go home worse. Have you have you used the word cul-de-sac yet? <laughs> I'll use it the next time. I see him. Do do just to confuse him, just to confuse him. Uh, he he he. I says, uh, Michael. I says, uh, you're going to go home worse, man. I'm like, I talk in slang, man. Why are you calling him Michael Graham? The French for Michael is Michel. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so you should be saying, Michel mon ami. They'll put the accent on and all. Yeah, exactly. You have, that's how you talk in French, man. Oui, 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 oui. What do you need to do? Oui. <laughs> ah. <laughs> how was your week been? Uh, busy, man. Busy, but like good. You know what I mean? <laughs> Flat out. got a job promotion. I was in Glasgow. Say again. You got a job promotion and you're always in Glasgow. That's nothing to do with work, Meryl. That's just me living the international life of a hill going on international podcasts. But yeah, now it's uh, yeah, now I did get a promotion there a while ago. It's going good. It's going good. Um, other than that, man, just commuter life. I just I I I'm going back to what I said last week before we had Neil McKenna on. Commuters of Ireland. You you are the shower of dopes. Like you are the worst people. You, honestly, you are the worst people in the country. And I, for one, 
I'm getting to a point where I won't tolerate it anymore. And I'm going to have to start taking action into my own. I actually wound two absolute fucking doe goats crashed on the N7 the other night, right? Where does road works, right? Is it Monday night? No, this was Wednesday. Wednesday evening. What's a dogo? What's a dogo? Yeah. It's a, it's a little tick, Graham. It's a goat that's full of dough. I mean, <laughs> what more do you need? Anyway, so these two absolute fucking dopes decide the section of the M7 that is down to two lanes, 60 kilometers an hour. That's when one of them is going to sniff the arse of the other and ram straight up there. Causing... <laughs> A fucking tailback that's about four kilometers long and adding a very uncomfortable 35 minutes onto my already lengthy commute. I couldn't resist. I wound down the window and I told them what I thought, Merlo. Did you actually? Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, Oxana was not did you happy. Hear oh, God, not in traffic, yeah. Like anything else now. Like if somebody cuts across me or whatever, couldn't care less. But traffic, especially when it's caused by something that is just pure stupidity you know what I mean like if somebody right. if somebody does something that causes a tailback it should be a criminal punishment for them it should, they should have to take out an advert in the national press apologising to the commuters of Ireland and they should have their licence revoked and be made pay a massive fine and also I wouldn't be against the public flogging that's tragic. I don't get roads at all man I don't care if you ever start having to commute like I do, man, you will. Okay. Yeah, I probably will. Well, I won't have to commute. I'm like five you, minutes from each other. I was going to say, man, you've, you've got five minutes. Like tra- Traffic jam for you is encountering a red light. What I mean? It is. That's, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. traffic woes for you, man. Traffic and being wo- at the top of that queue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, being forced at the light and everything. Like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, no. But, but people are just idiots. Like they, they, They've no sense at all of what they're doing. None. These dickheads who, who go from lane to lane to lane to lane to lane trying to just get like five feet ahead of the other cars like what are you By the time by the time you get home on a Friday, do you just not want to see the, the car again till Monday going to work? Uh yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I just I'm like, right, that's get right me now. Just stop. Just no no interest. And um, have you made any friends down there? Why would I make friends with the people of Port Leesmore? <laughs> oh, man. With the neighbours around? No, no interest in talking to these people. What about the neighbours? No interest in them whatsoever. They'll you keep, have to they'll keep have themselves. a good relationship with neighbours. I don't have to have a good relationship with anybody. They'll keep themselves to themselves if they know what's good for them. <coughs> That's all there is to it. Next Do you question. have a good relationship with your neighbours? Do I have a good relationship with my neighbours? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'll tell you them. How long are you there now? Uh, about four months. Jeez, that's at the flying in. I know, yeah, it has gone quite quick, all right. Like, <coughs> like it's to be honest with you, right, like, it's actually, look, it's lovely. I actually do like it down here, like, all jokes aside, <laughs> right? The as Oksana is there with a knife in the exactly, background. Yeah, she's just standing out of shot here on camera, just like, <laughs> mouthing at me, you better be nice. Um, now, look, genuinely, I do like, it's, I love the quiet. The quiet is actually... I didn't think I'd like that at first, but to be honest with you, man, it's so fucking peaceful. And it's just... It's so quiet. 
it's just quiet. It's just there's no no nothing like like because like, there's nothing around you. Do you know what I mean? Like there's no, like it's it's just peaceful. Like it's just nice. I like it. You're living in the state. You're not living in a cottage out in the, on your own. Like yeah, man. But that estate is out in in basically farms. Like it's outside of part leash town. It's not like in the middle of the town where you still have to hustle and bustle and all that. Like there's no main road or anything nearby. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, it's just, yeah, you're living in a state, which is great because, you know, you've got amenities and everything around you, which is handy enough, like. You have what? Amenities, Graham. I thought you said you have meanies. I don't like meanies. I, I've not, no, don't, don't be bringing. You don't, you don't like meanies. I, I wouldn't thank you for a bag of meanies, and I wouldn't even look at you if you offered me a mega meanie. What about meanies on, on a bit of uh, bread? Not White s- bread and butter? Not since I was about 11 years old. Oh, boy. Oh, so you did like meanies? I did, yeah. And then I ate a share bag of meanies and I got sick. <laughs> so ever since then. So you didn't share them with me? Yeah, no, I shared them with myself. Um, but yeah, no, look, genuinely I am loving it. And it's nice to have, like, you know, my own space and all that kind of thing. And uh, the dogs love it and all that kind of crack. The, the, if I could pick this calf up and put it in the brack, I would be the happiest boy in the world. I might what, even... what are do you like? Say again? Sorry, you might even what? I might, I might even turn baby face if that were to happen. All right. What other crisps do you like? Crisps. Uh, I lo- I'm at the moment, I'm loving an old bag of Monster Munch. The share bag? Can you get a share bag of Monster Munch? Yeah. What? And waffles. I know, but the waffle. I love a bag of waffles now. And snacks. The only thing about waffles, though, sometimes is it can be, like, too salty or something. Be a har- be, be, yeah. be a harsh, you know it, what I mean? You mess up your bleeding tongue, can't it? Yeah, yeah. I love an old bag when of you're taking the rest When you're taking the waffles, that gets stuck in your teeth. Yeah, yeah. When um, you're keeping them for later, um, it just rips your tongue a bit. Yeah, I love an old bag of uh, Hunky Dory Buffalo. Oh, yeah. But again, they're like waffles. They cut cut the tongue off you. They can do. And then uh, I'm on a mad one for bacon Skips. fries lately. Skips, did you say? Yeah. I'm not a five-year-old, so couldn't couldn't comment. I know they are, yeah. <laughs> Skips are the type of crisps that I wouldn't have like from one end of the year to the other. But that one time that they end up in the house, I'm like, Kimmy, damn. They're all um, share size now as well. Yeah, that's that's why the world is going, man. That's why the world is going. They're, they're catering like, for people like me. You don't share them, though. No, exactly. They're catering for people like me. You know I mean? Eat them all. <laughs> Come here to me. I, uh, I put up a thing uh, before we start recording asking people to send in Instagram questions. Will we go through a few of them? Yeah, was there any? It was a good few, yeah. It's a good few. Um, I did answer some of them on Instagram because not everybody on Instagram listens to the podcast. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so the first one, <laughs> the first one is, what is this heel thing you keep saying? If you don't know, are you gonna reveal? Are you gonna reveal who asked the question, or just no, no? They'll remain anonymous because Instagram is anonymous. Okay. Well, cool. when, you know the way when you send a question, like I can see who asked it, but when I share that question, people can't see who asked me that question. No worries. So right, um, yeah, the, the heel question. That's grand. Uh, is Gary Mackle a real person? <laughs> uh, yeah, he is, and he is the WTS pod official correspondent, of course. 
And he is one of the funniest men ever. He is. He, he, he is a man of many talents. Not only is he a renowned and retired interior decorator, but he is also a love doctor, an agony aunt, um, a confidant, a fantastic lover, and an all-round good guy. And a brilliant confidant at that as well. He is. Um, so, is Garney Mackle a real person? He is the realest person. Is the answer and follow him on Twitter at Garamackle. At Garamackle, yeah, yeah, that's a good show. Uh, the last few weeks, uh, people are tweeting or people saying, "Who is this Gary Mackle lad?" Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's like it's actually brilliant because Gary should have his own show in many ways because he's just I love him. Yeah, he's, I'd say he'd be banned though if he had his own show. He definitely would be banned if he had his own show. He wouldn't be he, he wouldn't be allowed outside of Arklow much. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Next next question is uh, next live show question mark. Next live show. We're doing a live show. Are we? Aiming for May. Hang on. Did did he did one of the dogs shit? It's an awful <laughs> smell of shit. Sorry. <laughs> you talk to Xanadar? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, that's what Callie's right on her. I just got this waft of like shit there and I was like yeah, just see. <laughs> you see, it's rotten, isn't it? The it dog's is farting. One of them farted, and it is fucking putrid. And you're not moving them. Um, well, I can't move, man. I'm, I have me set up here. I'm in me jock, so I've got me laptop on me lap with you and me fucking crotch. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't, I can't move. Um, sorry, right. Next, next live show. What was your answer to that? Uh, May twenty nineteen. May 2019, you were saying. I'm saying never. People don't deserve to see me live. Uh, and then what do we have next? Uh, this is one d- directed right at me, and it's, do you miss being the potato prince? Oh, do you? <sighs> no. In many ways, the potato prince ruined you because on Saturday mornings, four Saturdays a month, I'd say... Two to three Saturdays. Three Saturdays, I'd say, I'll get a text message off you at about seven in the morning on a Saturday. Yeah. Because you're up. You yeah. can't, you don't get long ones, like. I don't, now. Like, sleeping past, I would say, sleeping past half past seven for me would be, like, Jesus, what am I so doing? So, the Potato Prince era of it, you. It did. The era of getting up. Yeah, the era of getting up and doing the, the, the ridiculous small hours of the morning shift absolutely destroyed me. Uh, next, con- I don't know if they were saying this to me or to you, Merrow, but it just says my dad would bait your dad. Nobody would kill Mark Merrow. They leave that there. It's not really a question. And the person sent this in. To be to be quite honest with you, I'm surprised they know who their dad is. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Like usually, I would ask postman or milkman, but for this person, I'm gonna guess it was the ice cream man. <laughs> uh, then there was just a random Bono was a pox. Um, Watch your mouth. Fact. Watch your mouth. Which is fact. Um, then there was, you have had many hairstyles over the years. Best and worst one. What do you reckon? Uh, when you bleached it blonde. Is that the best? <laughs> no, it was the worst. <laughs> no, the worst one I ever had is when I had a green, white and orange mohawk, man. I've done that for the 2002 World Cup. I remember that. that. No, that was that was that was nice. No, you're just saying it because there was a tricolour involved. Graham, we've talked about this. 
just because it's a tricolour does not make it okay. <laughs> it's okay, man. <laughs> you bleach uh, the blonde and then you just destroyed your hair. Yeah, more or less, yeah. Um, best hair. Was that for Draco? Say again? Was that for Draco when he bleached the blonde? Did uh, you do no, no. I think I I came into the the bleach there the many years after Draco. In fairness, right. But uh, best hairstyle in and that Jason Brophy got his hands on. I would say that man yeah. that man worked wonders with me, Gruig. Okay. Uh, which one of your dogs is your favourite? Whichever one didn't shit a snappy there a minute ago was the answer <laughs> to that question. And your parents got a new dog, Lola? They did, yeah, Lola, little Labrador. They, uh, I was going to say they've they've replaced, but you can't replace Cleo. Cleo was Cleo, and, and may she RIP, long live the walrus People and all that. Your parents will always have dogs, will they? I think so. We've always been a dog family, like, you know what I mean? So this will be... This is the fourth dog they've had in my lifetime, and I turned thirty-one recently. So they're batting a set just over a seven-year average, like which isn't bad for the now for dogs. I mean, that's you know, pretty good. Um, and in fairness, uh, one of those dogs uh, ran away. Well, was let out by our neighbour. The neighbour cut a hole in the fence. That's a, a different story for a different day. And then. Uh, <laughs> And then uh, the other one, Misty, God bless her. Misty got cancer and passed away. And then, well, Cleo most recently. I'm not going to talk about it or I'll cry. Um, mm, is Mero actually a lefty or does he just put that on to be popular? I'm a socialist. So he just puts it on to be popular. <laughs> uh, who would you rate higher? Roy Keane? They spelled Keane, K-E-E-N-E. I don't even want to answer this question anymore. Would you rate Roy Keane's 98-99 higher than Brian O'Driscoll's 2009? No, is the answer to that. Yes. Nothing was better than Brian O'Driscoll's 2009. Yeah, it was. Uh, Favourite fast food item? Fast food item? Yes, fast food item. I presume they mean... Fast food, full stop, question mark, whatever the fuck. Who Has calls it item? This fucking Cabbage Patch baby. <laughs> this absolute bellhead. <laughs> fast food item. Fast food item. Yeah, fast food item. Um, Favourite fast food item. Big Mac? <laughs> I, I, I just said spice bag and satay sauce, please. Yeah. Satay sauce? Oh, yeah. What's wrong with you? Because I'm not a pussy bitch with a nut allergy. I can take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, fucking hashtag heel. Fast uh, food item. Yeah. Am I jealous of Merrow's beard? My beard is looking solid these days. You watch her. Yeah. I decided that I, I, in the summer I, I was shaving the sides <sighs> and uh, leaving the kind of the, the, the goatee. Right. Um, but as you can see, I'm letting it go, and it's absolutely solid. It's very sexy, too. Yeah, it does. You're getting closer to ISIS membership, in fairness. I'll give you that. No. Uh, am, am I jealous of Mero's beard? No, I've got a fantastic beard of my own. Thank you. But you don't, um, you can't grow a moustache, can't you? Not? That's true. That, that's by choice, Graham. Yeah. <laughs> I, I identify 
I identify. Puberty never went over the lip, did it? I identify as part Amish. <laughs> Puberty never went over the top lip, did it? You, you watch yourself now, will you? <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking that that's a that's what she said moment. But anyway. Uh, so am I jealous of Merrow's beard? No. Next question. Am you I, always used to be. Am I jealous of Merrow? <laughs> Uh, that person has since been blocked and unfollowed. <laughs> I'm jealous of nobody. I'm me. I'm I'm the best in the world. Like, uh, how are you feeling about Meryl's podcast tour? Meryl, why don't you just give the people a quick run through of your tour recently, please? Well, I I I asked you that question. It's meant to be anonymous, crime. <laughs> yeah, I asked this, you that question. This, I was, this, this is the I was just annoying. This is the opportunity for you to say, I've been on this podcast and, you know, that was fun. I was on this podcast and that was a bit of crack. And then most recently I was on this. Do you know what I mean? This for you to get the plug in. Right? Nah, this is the podcast tour. I'm on book. What's Tom Manny's podcast called again? <laughs> oh, I'm not fucking telling you. I'm only joking. I'm on Bookshot this week. You're on what? The Bookshot podcast. Bookshot? Book. Okay. Just double checking you weren't calling a bug shot there. I was like, what the fuck are you, Timon and Pumba? Come on, right, next. And <laughs> um, what, what, what else? What's next? What other podcast are we on? Oh, it was on the Magic Minds podcast with Matt Burke. And I was on Adam Burke's Youth Pod Ireland podcast. Right, I was so, on three. Right, so two of those, two of those were guests on this podcast. Guests that I suggested that you don't know that you never knew I brought them into your life you need to take this up with them I'm not I'm not to take up with them you sound just a bit bitter there there's a few lemons there coming up out here don't don't you call me don't you be calling me bitter I'm not I'm not bitter about this at all if I wanted to go on somebody's podcast I would simply walk up to their studio kick their door down take a mic and watch them sit back while I take over Settle right. down there, Stephen Cole, will you? Right. Bookshot would just, be my podcast if I'm I look, wanted it to. I was just staring at you there. I'm just focused on your... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it. <laughs> Don't fucking say it, Merlo. <laughs> I'm just fascinated by it now. Now that I mentioned it. <laughs> your lack of puberty on your top lip. Listen, Roy, there, there are hairs there, right? Do you, just, do you ever shave it even? Do you ever need fair. to shave it? I shave it once in every four times that I have a shave. <laughs> 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 oh, fucking hell. So how do I feel about Meryl's podcast tour? The same way I feel after a bell movement. Relieved and glad it's gone away from me. Oh, very good. Uh, is it true you are George Manley's love child? No comment. I'll plead the fifth. Image, image of him. You watch your mouth, you. You watch your mouth. And Campbell's closed. Car Campbell was bought out. You were saying that to me. Yeah, that's mad, isn't it? Yeah. I don't understand why they buy out Campbell, to be honest with you. Someone bought Campbell uh, some other restaurant, and now they are still going. Under Campbell. They're keeping an eye on Cambo. I think it's called Yum's Cambo or something. Yum's Oh, that's... What the... F- for people who aren't from Ballybrack, Cambo was one of the three Chinese <laughs> restaurants in, in a two-kilometre <laughs> radius. 
It's like two two square kilometers. There's three fucking Chinese, a chipper, and a pizzeria. Do you like prawns, Danny? I I wouldn't thank you for a prawn. Oh yeah, I like prawns. I know. I remember when we had PJ Galler on, and he was describing the fact that he would lick the salty balls off a prawn. You (laughs) you were nearly salivating at the thought of prawns and PJ licking them. Uh, On a steak, man, myself. Um, any other questions there? Uh, there are a couple. How's the lovely Oksana? Sure, pff, she's with me. She's fucking flying. Uh, Dream podcast guest. You got asked this. You you put up a question thing recently, and you got asked that as well. Who did you say? Um. See, I've loads of Dream podcast oh, no, guests. Mine, but mine that, changes there, as well. Yeah. Mine changes there and then when the question was asked. Um, I'd love to interview Mary McAleese. Right. Um, about her uh, just when she was president she did a lot of cross-border y- unity stuff and i'd love to talk to her about that and yeah. um, president president higgins obviously which we've asked before um and we we, we actually got a lovely response back did, yeah we um, declined. yeah um roy keen um jerry adams and vince mcmahon yeah i'll agree with you on vince mcmahon i would imagine that would be unbelievable It'd be very intense, um, I'd imagine. I'd love We'd be McMahon. expecting the Mr. McMahon character. Yeah, I would. If he didn't power straw into the studio, I'd be like, sorry, can you leave and come back in? <laughs> Just try that again for me there, can you? Um, We'd be yeah. like, sorry, lads, the Vince McMahon interview, we didn't get it over the line because we asked him to do the straw. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Vinnie Mac as well. That's a good one. I like that. I'm going to say uh, Bruce Springsteen, because I love Bruce Springsteen. Uh, Brian O'Driscoll, and... Do you know who I'd love to get in the podcast? And, and like this is a dream one, but this one that might actually... Might call in a favour or two from a couple of people who are in the now. Tommy Tiernan. Oh, class. That'd be unreal. I'd love to get Tommy on the podcast. I'd say he's fucking mad. But, like, I'd say he's... Uh, just, like in a beautiful way, do you know what I mean? I don't mean mad as in yeah. like he just, but I, I mean like he seems like a beautiful person. You know what I mean? Big time. That'd be class. I went to yeah. see him live there this year open open Fitzpatrick's Castle Hotel, and he was brilliant. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with that answer now. I'm happy with that. You name, you name Say again. No, no women there. Yeah. So. What's that? What's the point? Are you trying to make? Are you trying to make me out to be a sexist, Graham? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you, you can try all you want, but I mean, I've put plenty of female guests on this podcast. Just asking, does the is there now none on your dream dream uh, dream guest list? That's all. Well, so you put one female on, and you think you're better than me? <laughs> yeah, I am better than you. <laughs> oh, Merlo. You spend too much time with Tom and Matt and you think you're a comedian now. <laughs> go on. Uh, right, hang on now. We'll go back to the questions here. Uh, you recently turned 31. Will you outdo Jesus? I, like, in what way? Like, I don't know. Meryl, you're, what are you now? 34? 34, yeah. So you've outdone Jesus. What was Jesus? 33? Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. So, so, so you've you're you're a bigger success success than Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm bigger than Jesus. So, you know what I mean, 
And I mean that in a physical sense. I don't think Jesus was six foot two and twenty seven stone. So <laughs> <laughs> he, he was probably five foot four, greasy and bald. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He did come from a part if of the world that isn't exactly renowned for a tight. If he existed. Fair comment. Fair comment. Uh that was actually the last question that I have so far. So uh yeah. I'm uh, I'm just going to uh, tag Brian O'Driscoll in that one, and you never know he might uh, he might like it he, if he does. Yeah, did I ever tell you about the time that I sent him? Uh, I thanked him in the thank you notes of me master's thesis, and uh, he replied to me. No, what did he say? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I can't remember what I done. It was just uh, it was in me phase of still being an attention seeker, and uh, I had something <laughs> like yeah, what did that phase? What are you suggesting, Graham? Bloody <laughs> I kind of what I think I had something like I think I think it was the year Leinster had won uh, a third Heineken Cup, which then meant they had bragging rights over Munster, who only had two Heineken Cups. And I think I wrote something like uh, "Thank you to Brian O'Driscoll and Leinster Rugby for providing bragging rights over the evil of uh, the boggers in Munster Rugby." And I just sent him a thing of it, and he just tweeted me back, being like, "LOL, very funny. Congratulations on the Masters." And I printed it. And what it, was this? And I printed Where it. Where was this? On, tw- on the Twitter bot. Oh, no way. Yeah. Um, if somebody wants to scroll through my Twitter feed, no, actually, that's I'm not inviting people to do that. Fucking God knows what they'll unearth. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, exactly. Jesus. Jesus. I go through fucking Facebook every day deleting what I said 10 years ago. So, like... <laughs> oh, it's cringy. Sometimes the memory's oh, like... yeah, stop. That's it. I, every day I see that memory thing, I'm like, what did I say? Oh, Danny, you're a fucking dope. Dilly. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody sees that. But come here, remember... Oh, um, remember when Facebook first started, it was like... Uh, you would you would do the status update as if you were thinking. Because it was the question, what are you thinking? And yeah. it'd be like... Graham Erigan is thinking, and then you'd be like, Graham Erigan is, and you'd finish the sentence. It was bloody yeah, cringy. I, I do remember that, yeah. Um, I, I, I remember, just delete uh, them when I see them. I, I, I seen one the other day that I deleted, and uh, and I don't know if it was me trying to be funny, or I don't know if it was me being genuinely curious, but not fucking clever enough to Google, and it was like, uh, do iPods get heavier the more songs that go on them? And for a minute, I was like, Wait, do, <laughs> wait, do they? <laughs> and then I was like, Danny, you're a fucking idiot. Oh, for God's sake, Danny. I know, man. I know. Hang on now. Just add me a little goat emoji to me, Brian O'Driscoll answer on Instagram there. There we go. <coughs> there we go now. <coughs> you, sorry, you, excuse me. You are right there, eh? Covering me good, so I'm I was, sorry. I was going to say, man, like, a bit worried about you there for a minute or two. We, no, did, I'm you, okay. did you just flex your beard at me? Yeah. The fuck is your problem? Because it's Absolutely. looking unreal. You're, you're looking great, but it was great to see you on Monday. You look very fresh. Very fresh. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's all my Instagram stories, or my Instagram questions for this week. Um, so we're gone an hour, are we? Jesus, we are. <laughs> didn't even just notice that. Did, did not even notice that, man. We must have talked some amount of shite. <laughs> like. As always. As always, man. As always. Uh, so what are the key takeaways in this podcast, Meryl? Listen to Mother She Wrote. Listen to Bookshot. Yeah. Um, listen to... Have you listened to that podcast, Teacher's Pet? I heard it's good. 
never even heard of it. What is it? Yeah. About teachers. I actually don't know. Teachers in Australia. Right. I don't know why I think this, but I think it's about... No, I don't sound like a dope, but I think it's I think it's about teachers. <laughs> no, no, I was too late for that, but right there, I'm just gonna. I want to see what it is about. Right. Well, while and he's then, while he's looking that up, I'll remind people that they can listen to us on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, Podcast Republic, Podcast Addict, anywhere and everywhere. There's a podcast, including Spotify. All they have to do is search WTS Pod and they can get all previous 164 plus episodes. On top of that, if they log on to WTSPod.com, they don't even have to scroll that far. Everything is just categorized for them nice and neatly. And they can also read our bios, which is which is great to do. Great to do, if I don't say so myself. You can go to Facebook.com forward slash WTSPod Ireland to get us on Facebook. We're on Twitter at WTSPod. He's at American Mania. And I'm at Dan Joe Murray. You can get us on Instagram as well. You can give us an L follow. And you can get involved with little questions like that before. And we're also on Patreon, which we're ignoring for far too long. But if you head over to patreon.com forward slash WTSpod, you can support the podcast too. And you can help us do that live show that's coming May 2019, allegedly. And if you are a Patreon supporter, you will get priority access to the show. The Teacher's Pet Podcast is Australian. Um, it's documenting the disappearance of 33-year-old Lynette Dawson from Sydney's northern beaches. She's not been seen since January 82 when her husband Chris Dawson said that she had taken a break to think about their relationship. Two coroners recommended over the years that Chris be charged with the wife's murder. Nobody has ever been charged in connection with Lynn's disappearance. Now, 36 years on, police have begun a five-day forensic dig at her home. Uh, and their uh, the home that they shared with their two daughters. So, so, so it's a true crime podcast. It's a true crime podcast, but it's supposed to be very, 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 very good. I don't know them. Two, I haven't listened to any of the the true crime ones. I I've tried to listen to some of them, but to be honest with you, man, I wasn't sleeping the best after trying to listen to them. So I just said now. Yeah, I don't know if I'd give it a shot anyway. But I just wanted to see if you were listening to. It. No, I had that. That's the first I ever heard of it. To be God's honest, you know the outro, sure. Fair play to you. I know you got it in there while you were off doing a bit of research. That you could have done before the episode, like a professional, but you're too busy gallivanting with other podcasts. Well, I'm not. I'm not. No judgment. No. No judgment, Graham. Oh, Just my saying. podcast will continue with any podcast who wants me. Contact uh, contact my agent at Danjo Murray on Twitter. Thank you. Do and you'll get a mouthful of abuse and you'll get my appearance fee in return, which I can tell you <laughs> right now you will not be able to afford. Mero, it has been a pleasure, my friend, and it was great to see you over last week. It was. Next week, we shall return. And, uh, yeah, until then, lads, the outro's done. So, Mero. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose. Too sweet. Too sweet, baby. Hashtag heel. That was grand. That was full hour, basically.